Hey, Dad, can I get a dollar? A dollar? A dollar? Man, I got you. Come on. What's up, guys? Welcome to Dad. Can I get a dollar? It's your boy Gray and your boy Bizzle, and we are back in the studio. Been gone for a minute, but we back. Had to take a little break again, but you know, <laughs> life happens. You know, school, work, uh, trips. You know, stuff happens, man. We got we got to do things, but we also want to make sure we take time to do the pod, one of the best podcasts in the game. Is that right, Biz? Yes. Uh, we are live today on a Sunday. Um, we are in the midst of Hurricane Florence. Um, first, we want to um, you know, send special prayers out to everyone affected by Hurricane Florence, especially um, in the uh, Wilmington, uh, New Bern, um, just the whole south um, southeastern corner of the, of, of the state. Uh, South Carolina as well, and it's a slow-moving storm, and it's been, you know, just taking its time and, you know, causing a lot of havoc uh, with flooding, power outages. Um, so, thankfully, you know, we are safe. Uh, we have power. We have snacks, uh, and we're good to go. Um, but just anticipation for this storm, it was a lot of concern. And so uh, we made sure that we had all the supplies that we need. We gassed up the car, had bottled water, um, charged your phones, had, you know, uh, checking in with family members, making sure they was good. So uh, we are in the midst of hurricane season. And, you know, here in the Carolinas, we, we definitely um, take heed to um, all the warnings and potential threats. So, we did not mess around. We did not play around with this storm. Um, so even though it's, you know, it looks like for us in my area, um, we're just getting rain and uh, a little gusty wind, but no power out just for us. And, you know, very thankful for that. But we definitely want to, um, you know, send our well wishes to everyone affected by Florence. Uh, Biz, what you think about this hurricane, man? This is a... Second one, but that kind of major hurricane that you've experienced in your 
lifespan that you can remember? I think the first one was um, Irma. Yes, sir. Yeah, Irma. And so now Florence. So, you know, what was your what was your take on everything as far as getting ready for the for the storm? Uh, at first I thought it was going to be kind of dangerous because it was a category three. They went to two of them and went to one and now it's a tropical storm, but it's still so much rain. I don't know where it came from because Irma um, basically came from the exact same place. And it, then it, it was a category four, I think, when it hit us or three. I'm not sure. But it didn't have this much rain. Well, as much rain as this did. Right. I think that's what makes this one particularly, um, you know, alarming is the amount of rain that um, that is producing. Like, I think we've already achieved a state record for the most total amount of rain um, for, from a storm. I think it's like 30 inches. Uh about 30 inches of rain. It's a city out, and I should, I guess, I should have this city up, but it's uh, on the eastern part of the state where they they've got 30 inches of rain, you know, and that's a record. So um, other parts have gotten 10, 20, you know, 15. So um, very, you know, you know, very tough when you, when you can see these uh, flood conditions out here, and you you know. You worry about people, safety, number one, and then number two, um, you know, damage to their property on their homes. And you're making sure they have somewhere to stay. So, uh, like I said, it's it's something, I guess, for me, my earliest memories of Hurricane, uh, you know, a major effects of a hurricane is Hurricane Hugo. And that happened back in like 89, I think it was. And I remember the whole city basically shut down for like two weeks. I mean, power uh, was out. Um, gas was low. Trees were everywhere. School was closed. I mean, you talk to anyone from the Charlotte area and that's the first hurricane that they really can remember causing major uh, damage inland like that was Hurricane Hugo. So the ghost of Hurricane Hugo always creeps up in our mind anytime there's talk of a hurricane. And so, you know, we do not play around. But we made it. We're doing great. We got power so we can watch our anime. We can watch our football. We can listen to our music. We can have our snacks. You know, we are ready. i tell you what, though. We are snacked up. There's a you can attest the sna- the pantry is full, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we got cookies, we got graham crackers, we got uh, honey nut Cheerios, we got apples, we got chips, we got peanuts, we got what else, man? We got bottled water. Oh man, we got so much bottled water. Um, we drink water, so that's good. We're not gonna, you know, um, throw it away or nothing. So it's good to have us uh, stocked up with water. But, uh, yeah, we went all out. We were not playing. Um, but I'm glad that, uh, you know, we, we, we took, you know, precautions. So I'd rather be safe than sorry. Um, I even cooked yesterday because I was like, I was thinking, like, okay, what if the power goes out and we don't have, I want to like, well, I got this food in here. Let me go ahead and cook it. 
So we can at least have something, you know, prepared. If the power does go out, we can eat that along with our snacks. And stuff. I guess we could have got by with our snacks, but, you know, you kind of want some chicken. You want some mashed potatoes or something like that. I, I made some baked chicken, mashed potatoes, and some green beans. So um, I hate that it came to a hurricane, you know, you know, coming our way that made me uh, start cooking. <laughs> you know, I cook, y'all. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't cook a lot, but I do cook. But I feel like, uh, you know, I wanted to get my chef on during the, storm, the hurricane. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, for you, you, Bizzle, your highlight is. Will school be closed? Is that <laughs> no? That's no. not my highlight. <laughs> I don't have a highlight. I know, I know. I'm just kidding with you. But as far as the schools, I'm thinking they will be closed on Monday, just for precautionary, because uh, it's still the impact of the storm is still, um, you know, forecasted to continue until like maybe Tuesday. So I don't think they want to have the buses out there running, with, and especially in those rural areas, um, you know, potential flooding. And you don't want our kids out there on those buses and, or parents out there trying to get their kids to school and all this stuff is going on. So I would I would like for them to be closed on tomorrow so they can just get everything uh, back to normal. Um, so that's good. But um we're doing good. We're doing fine. Hurricane Florence has not knocked us out of commission um, here, so we're going to just keep rolling, man. So uh, we're, we're happy to be back. We're happy to to share some laughs. So if you're listening to this during the hurricane, you know, uh, maybe it can uh, bring a little smile on your face. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we'll go to our next segment. Peace. Guys, it's your boy Greg. And your boy Mizzle. And we are back in the studio. So, my man Bizzle, since the last time we had our our podcast, uh, you've gone back to school. You started the fifth grade. Uh, tell me, man, what's it what's it like, man? How's everything been going on um, this first couple weeks of school? Uh, it's pretty normal. The days go by really fast. Because every one of our classes is an hour and 30 minutes, I think. Then once we get done with that, we go to lunch, and we'll go out to recess, and the day's over. That day. Nothing exciting happens. That's, that's just it. Nothing exciting happens. So how does it feel to be the big dog on campus now? Like, 
you are the fifth you are the fifth grade you know you're in the fifth grade so the fifth graders are you know the oldest kids at the elementary school now i remember dropping you off uh at the after school uh in the second grade because you went to a different school so the progression from the second second grade all the way to the fifth grade i mean what is it you know looking back what is what you know what can you share about you know starting out at a school in the second grade and now you're already you know in the fifth grade the highest and you know share share with us what's you know what's this, what's that's like um i it's not like anything it, it's just the only thing different from fifth grade and second grade is that you switch classes well at my school and that you have harder questions that's that's it that's all that's changed basically right so now they kind of preparing you for middle school so you're rotating your classes so you have a homeroom teacher you have a teacher for math english science my homeroom teacher is the math teacher right 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 home math same thing but you stay in her class for about an hour and a half and then you, you rotate to your other teacher so that's what you will do in middle school you have a you know a group of teachers you rotate you'll have a locker you know you'll go to lunch and you know everything but it'll be a little bit different because you're more independent you know second grade third grade they're kind of holding your hand and making sure you do this make sure you go here fifth grade they're like y'all about grown y'all need to know what to do you know to sit down in class and not talk you need to go in the lunchroom and eat and don't uh start a food fight or anything like that <laughs> you go outside for recess you, you do your thing and then come back in so do, do you feel let me ask you do you feel old no you don't feel old no what do you feel like i feel like just as i felt like in fourth grade <laughs> so but one good thing about fifth grade you you take a class trip so this year your class trip is going to go Charleston. to charleston south carolina so that's going to be pretty dope you get it's different now because they won't allow they're not doing overnight trip for for kids anymore when i was in school we did an overnight trip to uh not overnight we spent like a couple of days in washington dc so they kind of you know when i went to school you know in the stone ages you know we could do that but now you can't but Charleston, what do you think about that you, uh, in the spring when y'all do that? That's going to be pretty fun. No. Why not? Because I'm going to have to. Wait, do, this, do we stay there for a day or not? Yo, the way they have it scheduled, you leave here like at 3 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning. It's like really st stupid early. And then you get down there. Uh, it's about a three-hour drive, three-hour, thirty-minute drive uh, to Charleston. So when y'all get there, y'all eat, and then y'all got a whole bunch of activities planned, and then you end up leaving like at not eleven o'clock or nine. It's something like nine or ten o'clock. Y'all end up leaving, and you get back home around three o'clock. You know, so in the morning or afternoon? Morning. So it's another full day. Uh, but that's some of the perks that you have to break. You get to do a trip like that. You have to do more. Uh, well, the field trips, it's about the same the same number, about 
three or four. It's not that many. Um, but it is, you know, you, you are getting up there, though, bro. You getting, getting old, man. You, you about ready to start uh, driving a little bit. I'm only, I'm only 10. He's only 10, but listen, t the next year, just think about this. In the next 10 years, I'll be 20. you'll be 20. Okay. And it'll be like, dude, you 20 years old, man. You old, bro. <laughs> this old 20 year old manual. <laughs> Twi I cannot wait to see 20 year old Bizzle. We're going to do a, a, a special podcast. <laughs> Are we still gonna be doing the podcast in ten years? I hope so. Sure. We have we'll be in the studio. We have a TV show. What else you want? I don't know. A live show. No, uh, that's, too much. <laughs> that's too much. We have uh, uh, we might have an album. I mean, <laughs> sky's the limit, man. We can do it. But uh, but yeah, man, you getting you getting up there. Um, I also would like to announce that Bizzle was selected to the student council so he was elected by his classmates so uh shout out to bizzle student council representative uh and he won in a landslide vote <laughs> i think he said uh everyone voted for him so. i don't know why I'm a terrible student council member but okay how are you a terrible student council member i have no ideas you have tons of y'all. Number one, y'all only met once. No, we met like three times. Three times? I thought y'all canceled one. We did cancel one, but we made another one. Okay, so explain to the people like your student council meeting. So like we get like fifteen minutes, basically. Well, twenty-five minutes, kinda. And sometimes that's cut short because we might have something to do, but. Basically, what we do, we all go in a conference room and then we we'll just brainstorm ideas for stuff. Who you, who's who's in the room? Explain, you know, who's all in the room. I know none of their names. No, I'm talking about the people. Like, I know there's other student council representatives, but who are you speaking with? Uh, Mr. Ross, our principal. Okay, principal Ross. Okay, uh, so it's a pretty big deal, man. That's, I mean, that's an honor, you know. Uh, congratulations, man. That's a big deal. You have tons of ideas, and this is the opportunity to bring bring it forth. So, I've, I've told you before, I want you to have ideas set, ready to go in your meetings. Always be prepared. Use this as an opportunity to get your ideas out that can make the school better. So, this is about being in a position of power to cause uh, a positive influence. So this is what you can do, man. You got the voice of the principal, you know? For you got, you got the ear, you, you have the ear of the principal. And you can explain to him, hey, this is what we're going through, this is what we're feeling. How about we add unlimited pizzas for lunch, you know? No, their pizzas taste like cardboard. True, it is school pizza, so you're not getting double ones. Or, I know. You know, you know exactly. you're, not gonna, you're not getting top tier. You're getting bottom tier pizza, but it's you know, it's good though. That Mexican pizza, man, that was always good back in the day. Did you? you Ours is terrible. It's terrible. All of our pizzas terrible. So what's the best lunch meal that they offer? Fish sticks. Fish sticks. <laughs> and if we're talking about breakfast, it's the best ones on Fridays. We have biscuits, eggs, 
The biscuit and sauce, like sausage too, or bacon or anything like that? No. Well, they have the best biscuits and eggs I've tasted. Oh, for real? Okay. So when I come up there for uh, see, I it's usually, breakfast, though. It's breakfast, it's breakfast, though. I usually come up for lunch. Uh, I don't think you can come for breakfast. I can come in there. I can go in there and sit down and eat and then leave and then go to work. That might be a good little on Fridays. I might have to I might have to put that on the calendar. I come up there and eat this good breakfast. They have it every Friday? Uh for every last Friday that we have they've done it. So yes. From okay. what I've seen. Alright, I'm gonna look into that. It might that might be something I can do as well. Uh also on the uh um school front, you know, Bizzle, you know, as we said, student council representative. But he was also selected to represent his school in the uh, Gaston County uh, Parade celebration, the 50th year, I think 50 years that they, uh, that's, they're doing like a special parade to celebrate 50 years. So that's going to be on next Saturday. Uh, how you feel about that, man? You know, participating in a parade like that, you're going to be on a float, you're going to throw candy, what, what, what's the deal? Oh no! I'll just hit a dab. Hit a dab, yeah. Hit the dab on. Him. I'm gonna. We're gonna give you a. You got to give a special report. No, like I'm a, not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna actually do it. I'll just be embarrassing. No. Well, the dab is kind of. You can do something. You can do the shoot dance. Shoot, no. shoot, shoot. No, I can't even do that. Oh. Uh, I'm not. I don't even know how to. Yeah, you do. You, everybody does it. Shoot, shoot. I'm uh, not good at it though. Y'all, I seen him. He's being modest, folks. But uh, but yeah, man, congratulations on that too, man. So, student council representative. Also, you're gonna be uh, like a, I guess, student ambassador on the parade. I mean, you got big things going on, man. You got you got a movie deal you want to announce. You got an album release. Anything else you wanna, you know, a clothing line? Anything? New book coming out though. A new book, yes. Now he does. Uh, Right, Bizzle is a writer, and so he's working. I ain't on... publishing any of my books, y'all. Okay. L- look, listen, we can get your stuff published. All it, we can get your stuff published on Amazon. You can charge your book for a dollar ninety nine cents, and you can make some money, man. Okay. I have a, I have a friend. Without me, I'll have to write all the books by hand. We can type them out. That's what we gotta do. We gotta type them out. I help you with that. I have a friend who uh who's written two books and uh got it published and. It's on Amazon, and you can order. What's it called? Uh, ooh, I have to look it up. Well, I'll, I'll figure that. I get that for you. I, I guess I'm a good friend if I don't know the name, but I know I support it. Uh, but it was good too. It was a good book. It's it's a um, it's a adult adult literature. <laughs> My folks out there, but y'all know adults air quotes urban literature. <laughs> it's good though, but I don't think you can read this right now. <laughs> But my point is, you can get you can get it. You can write your short story, your novel. We get that thing published, man. You make some money. You need money for uh, some bitcoins, don't you? Yes. There you go. And then how about this? You can say, hey, award-winning author, Bizzle. <laughs> you got look. You can create a um a name. You know, you uh, um you don't have to use your real name. You can use like your stage name or author name. What be your 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 name? Bizzle. Oh, I don't Bizzle. Know. Bizzle B. Jones. Seymour <laughs> <laughs> <See> Butts. Seymour <laughs> Butts. I like that one. That was good. 
<laughs> oh man, we acting like we in junior high school right here. But yeah, see more butts. Uh, but yeah, man, you can do it. But he's a writer. He's where he, after we finish recording this episode, he's gonna go start writing. Uh, isn't that right? Yeah. So he's staying active. But um, he has to write more because what we are doing, uh, we are phasing out the video game usage because school has started and you can't spend hours and hours trying to play Fortnite and other video games. But we do have an announcement. Drum roll, please. I would like to announce that Bizzle recorded his first solo victory at Fortnite. He did it. I was the, no, I wasn't there. But <laughs> Grandma was there. Grandma was here. And Uncle George. And Uncle George. And he sent me the link so I can watch the replay because I was at work and he had came home from school and he um he finally secured his first solo victory. This dude was hype, like he won the NBA champ, the NBA championship, the MVP finals. Bizzle, talk to us, man. Walk us through your first solo victory and getting that monkey off your back. Okay, so luckily I have this all recorded on YouTube. Shout out your uh, YouTube channel so they can watch it. <laughs> they will TV. I know it's not it's not the greatest name because it's, it's a cool name. Spell it out. D A Y L O T V. And the title of that uh, video. My first solo one. I made it like four weeks ago. It was pretty good. I did my best editing that I could. So I I forgot where I landed at. Uh, well, I do know that I got one or two eliminations coming out of there. That was said. I had my hunting rifles. I had my uh, I had my shield potions. That was set, right? So I was just walking around, you know, going to the circle and stuff, getting materials. And then all of a sudden, I realized there's only like five people left. Like nothing else happened. I was just like walking around the map, just trying to get to the circle, and there's only five people left. So I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Only five people left. I've done I've done it before, but I haven't won. Well, at least in solos. And then I start I start building my little one by one base. Then now it's down to like like four people. And then since there's like factories right next to where I was, someone had shot down my base. And then I needed I need to search for healables. Mm-hmm. Then there's some bandages right next to me. I picked them up. I built a little one by one around me with a roof and a triangle on top because apparently that helps. I don't know why. And then I took the bandages. I was up to 100 shield and 75 health. Then I went out. So I saw this one guy's base. I knew I was going to rush him. <laughs> I knew I was going to rush him. I was able to knock down his base, but... I thought he would fall onto the ground, but actually he fell into the mountain, which his base was on. He didn't take any fall damage, and then he tried attacking me. But I, but luckily I had quick reaction time, so I built, I built around myself. I built stairs, and then I started doing building platforms so I could get over to the circle because it was like, it was like 
all the way west of me. So I started building there. I started adding jumps so that I want to get sniped out of nowhere. And then next thing I know, it's three people left. Me, there's one guy that I'm fighting, and then there's somebody else that I don't know. And then he comes out of nowhere and tries ambushing me. It did not work. I he tries placing a trap, but I but I saw it and I jumped away from it. Then I turned then I turned around. Then I turned around. He thought he got me, but no, I got him. I got him. <laughs> Three eliminations. Yes, this this shot was legendary. Yes, it was like a sniper. The sniper one. Is that the yes. one? Yes. Oh, he had to. Oh, he had to be. I don't know how many distance, but it was on point. That thing was. It was nice. Yes, and then to skip a little bit of a build fight, and then I thought I was about to die from fall damage, but no. Luckily, there was a platform that was there, so I built my stair on it, and I didn't die from fall damage. And then I had a launch pad. So what I did, I placed the launch pad down. I jumped over to a tree. I took some heels, and then next thing I know, the guy's building next to me, right? He's trying to get to the circle as I was. Then we get into this huge sniper battle because we're trying to snipe each other. And then I notice that the storm is going to this one mountain. Once I get to that one mountain, everything will be good. And then I realize I'm running out of materials. <laughs> oh, no, I start to panic. And then I start panic building, start building roofs above me and stuff. And then finally... I built a one by one again. I gotta practice those one by ones. They really help you. The guy peeked his head out for two seconds extra, like 0.2 nanoseconds. Took the shot. Bam! Hit. Celebration ensued. He couldn't look. The describe the feeling of getting over the hump because I have to hear it on the other end. Damn, Fortnite is too hard. Damn, Fortnite is cheating. Damn, Fortnite is getting on my nerves. So to get that solo victory, how was it, man? It was amazing. It was very amazing. I was jumping up and screaming because it was the first time I saw that screen in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was. I was just very happy. Very happy. Anytime you can accomplish a goal and you are in that moment, it's like all these different uh, emotions come over you from winning a title in whatever sport to winning a solo victory in a video game. It's still the same. It's like you're extremely proud. You're extremely happy. And so the time that you put in, (laughs) the dedication, the hours in the gym, you were were working in the Fortnite gym, paid off. Oh, man. I'm just glad because I don't have to hear no more, Dad, I don't have any victories. I only have top five finishes. But you, sir, have a solo victory. So congratulations, man. So big up to uh, my man Bizzle with Fortnite victories, student council representative, student ambassador for the parade, um, overall super super fifth grader. He's doing his thing. Uh, we got flag football coming up soon. So um, 
we staying busy. We staying active out here, man. So um, as a young fifth grader, that's what you're going to do. You're going to be busy. You're going to be knowing stuff. So stay ready. So you're going to have to get ready. Bizzle, in, in closing, do you have anything to say? No. No, sir. I have nothing to say. He has nothing to say. All he has to say is he has a Fortnite victory and you don't. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Greg. And your boy, Bizzle. We're back in the studio again. Um, we are NBA fans, Bizzle and I. We are very excited about the upcoming season, 2019. Uh, no, 2018-2019 season. Um, training camp is uh, about to start in about a week for some teams. We still have... Uh, some pretty good free agents out there. Well, I would say notable free agents. They're still good, but I don't think they would change the shift of power or anything like that. But we got Jamal Crawford, who uh, who's still available, who's 38 years old, but he still looks the same um, when he entered the first end of the league <laughs> uh, 18 years ago. Uh, Dwayne Wade, surprisingly, is a free agent. He hasn't signed back with Miami, they're going back and forth over money, and I think for Dwayne Wade, it's a more it's more about he has taken uh sac you know taking pay cuts and made sacrifices for the Miami franchise to help them achieve success, and it feels like now's the time for them to you know kind of do do right by him by giving him a a decent contract, you know, not like a minimal $2.3 million, but like, you know, 4 to $5 million, you know. Uh, and I think, but the implications of giving him that type of salary uh, plays into the luxury tax and penalties, so uh, that's their main hang-up. Um, also, um, there are some key injuries. Russell uh, Westbrook had surgery on his knee, had a little scope, so he's going to miss the preseason and maybe a couple um, couple games in the start of the season. But I seriously doubt it because he's like a robot, android. Like, he's a machine. He's going to – he's so competitive. I think he's going to be ready to go game one because he's just that, you know – he, he's that dude. He's he he hates to to not be there and play. Like he before his injuries, he didn't miss like a single practice. You know? So I don't think this little scope is a big deal. I mean, it is a big deal, but I think he's gonna be ready to roll. He's because he's until he proves me otherwise, he's gonna be out there. Uh, Booker, your your guy Devin Booker, he had surgery on his hand 
after he secured the bag with his assistant, you know, his big contract extension. I, lo- I love how he, he got the, the big contract extension, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, my hands kind of bother me. Let me go ahead and get that surgery right now. But get that money, young man. Get paid, young Get paid. <laughs> um, also, we got some drama in your in your neck of the woods, your boy in Minnesota. Oh, snap. Yeah, it's a big year for them because Jimmy Butler has uh, one year left on his deal, and they're talking to him about an extension. But you also have Carl Anthony Town, who is looking to uh, get a rookie, sign a rookie extension. Normally, they sign that first extension because that's their, you know, opportunity to get that first big payday. But the tension up in Minnesota has, I think, caused him to pause because he's not getting along with Jimmy Butler. He probably has some, uh, some, you know, some views with with Coach uh, Tibbs about their playing style and how he's used. And then the whole, you know, whole uh, direction of the organization, you know, um, it's, it's, it's kind of been, you know, uh, limbo a little bit because, you you know, do you sign Jimmy? If you sign Jimmy, then that means you alienate the young players like Andrew Wiggins and, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, are they good enough? To, to make the playoffs without Jimmy Butler. I mean, they barely made it last season, and the young guys haven't proven that they can take that next step. So what do they do? Do you change the coach? Do you change the GM? You know, because he is um, – Coach Tibbs is, is the GM and, a, and the, um, the coach. So, I mean, what do you think about this situation in Minnesota, man? They got talent. They're not meshing. There's some, you know, differences with philosophy. I mean, what you think is going to happen up there? It's pretty, pretty interesting. Hmm, I'm not sure yet. We're going to have to – well, time will tell what will happen. That's the only thing I can say. That's pretty much it, man. We we really don't know. Um, I read a report that on Monday, Jimmy Butler is going to talk with um, Coach Tibbs about, you know, what he wants to do, you know, and say, hey – this is what I'm looking for. This is the changes I kind of want if I want to, uh, you know, remain, you know, committed to this organization. Um, Tibbs has already brought in, like, every bull that he's coached. Uh, he signed Leo, uh, Luau Dang. Um, he already brought, um, what's my man's name, um, uh, the big four, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, ball-headed. Todd Gibson. Yeah, Todd yeah, yes, Todd Gibson and Todd Gibson. Yeah, brought him back. Uh, they're talking about maybe bringing if uh, Joe King Noah he gets released by the Knicks, like bringing him along. So it's like a running joke that you know Tibbs is bringing all these ex Bulls, and so they are called the Timber Bulls now instead of the Timber Bulls because he's bringing in so many guys from, but. It's like he wants to bring in his guys that he that he knows that he kind of trusts, but when he does that, it kind of alienates these young guys who like it's it's them against us, you know. And last year, and I listened to a podcast uh, with Jamal Crawford. Um, it was the Howard Beck podcast. Jamal Crawford said one of the reasons he didn't 
he opted out of his contract with Minnesota because he just it just wasn't a good fit for him and he wasn't happy. And so, you know, he didn't really go into details of you know, the internal stuff, but it just said just something, you know, just wasn't right all the way. So that kind of gives you an indication that, you know, there's trouble, uh, you know, up there. But um, we will see. But, Bills, I have an announcement, speaking of which, I think I might have hinted at this before, but we're going to go to Minnesota. We're going to check out a game, uh, his team, his Minnesota Timberwolves. We're going to fly up there. And the game that we're shooting for is October 19th. It's on a Friday uh, when they play the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's their first home game. So we're um, we're looking at going to that game. I got some stuff lined up. Price looking at um, hotels and uh, tickets and airfare. So um, probably on that day, because the flights leave kind of early, probably go to miss school on them on that Friday on 19th. Are you okay with that? Sure. I don't care about perfect attendance. Okay. You I, had, sh- I shouldn't have gotten perfect attendance anyways because I was sick one day. I didn't go. I know, but you got perfect attendance. So I was like, I didn't want to mess up your perfect attendance streak. I don't care about it. You don't care? Honest. Okay. Well, uh, and we would do a, we would do a quick trip Friday and then come back Saturday. Uh, but we'll we'll probably get we'll get there early on Friday where we can see some sights, look around, and then get ready for that evening. The game's at seven o'clock, so we will keep you posted. Uh, but it's a strong, very strong possibility that we will uh, be up there on the 19th. Uh, but I'll be looking to secure everything on uh, the next couple of days. So uh, that's pretty dope. We usually go to the Hornets games this season. We go to, you know, every season. So we go to a couple of Hornets games. But this will be pretty neat to go out of town and visit a new city, visit a new arena, and visit and see his favorite team and his favorite player, uh, Andrew Wiggins. Um, So this is like our NBA tour. So we want to hit up Minnesota and then – What's some other destinations? Because Toronto, you know, you said before, right? Yes. Uh, what else? What other cities? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I have to think more about it. Think more. But one and two was is uh, Minnesota and Toronto. Yes. For sure. Okay. And um, I think for me, I want to visit Memphis. Uh, Memphis is a cool city. Um, last time I went to Memphis. I drove, and that's like nine hours or ten hours. It was a long, long. Tennessee is a long state to drive through. You wouldn't think so. I mean, but it it was. We got through those mountains and then, you know, got to Nashville. Nashville was pretty cool. And then from Nashville, we still had a good little while to go. So um, we've been to Atlanta before. Um they see, you know, the Cedar Hawks. They're cool. That's a that's a good game um, experience. They have the organist there. He's playing out the hip hop tunes. It's pretty live. They have a, a really um, just good game experience. They have good uh, music. They have good dancing. Dancer. They got food. Good affordable prices. I liked it. You know, it's right downtown. Um, so it was fun. So I said Memphis. 
Denver. I want to do Denver. I want to do. I want to go. I want to go to cities I haven't been before. I've been to Memphis, so I, I really like that area. So I'm thinking Memphis, Denver, and like Dallas, somewhere like that. Um, Dallas, we can definitely get a, a good direct flight. <laughs> but uh, Denver, it probably, we may have some layovers. But those those are some cities I want to visit and catch a game. Um, Miami, too. Miami, we can get down to Miami, too. And we probably can get some really good seats because Miami's like, we have the beach, we have South Beach, we have all these things to do. We don't have to go see a, a middle-of-the-road heat team. <laughs> so we could get some tickets to go to Miami. What do you think about that? Cool. Cool. Plus, the tickets will probably be cheap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we might do that. So stay tuned, guys. We're doing. We're gonna have an NBA tour. Uh, we we visit some you know various cities, and then we can come back and give our report on what you like about those cities and the arena and the team and the game. What you think about that, Biz? I think it'll be pretty cool going to different states to see different teams. Mm-hmm. What you want to see? Okay, let me ask you this part. You know, the Hornets is our team, my team, your team, second team. Would you want to go see the Hornets, or would you just gonna just go there just to see whoever? Yeah, we can just go see whoever. Okay, all right. Um, the, the beautiful thing about the NBA season is 82 games. There's games going on every day, pretty much. We just gotta find a way, um, time to go for us, and we'll do it. So, NBA tour. Gray and Biz coming to a city near you. So if you want sponsors, you know, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up, man. We will accept donations for sure. Uh, you know, we want to eat. We want to, you know, buy souvenirs, you know. <laughs> so if y'all want to help out with that, that would be great. But uh, I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. Just visiting those different cities and different um um, different areas to see how they how they kick it, how they get down, you know. Uh, so I think that's what we're gonna do, Biz. So NBA tour coming to a city near you, and first up uh, probably be Minnesota, you know, Minneapolis. So that'll be it. Um, Biz, anything else, man? Nope. That's it. Well, man, I think we we about we about towards the end of the show, man. We're gonna wrap this thing up. We got uh. Uh, we still got rain from uh, Hurricane Florence, but we we holding it down. Um, so we will continue to uh, be on the lookout. Uh, also, be on the lookout for us, where you can listen to us on the available on the following uh, platforms: Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Breaker, Stitcher. Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Cast Box. Uh, shoot us an email at dadcanigetadollar at gmail.com. And then also hit us up on Twitter at daddollar. Um, and give us a shout out, man. Let us know you are uh, rocking with us and spread the word. We appreciate you as always. It's always good to be in the studio the home studio <laughs> with my main man Bizzle for Shizzle. For Rizzle. 
You with got a rock. Put the spill. You got some bars you want to spin, my guy? No. My guy? No. My guy? No. All right, man. We can, we can do it, man. We can, we can start the cipher right now. He's like, no. But um, I think that's it, man. We, we're glad to be back. We're glad to do our thing. Like I said, the purpose of this podcast is for uh, Bizzle and I to spend quality time just talking about whatever we want, whenever we want. So we'll be back soon. Probably end of the week. I'm gonna shoot for it, end of the week because we got to get back on there. We we took a little break because of life and school and stuff. But you know, we back in here. We out here. We doing our thing. So when we not far, we right here. So we love you guys. I love you, man. What will I be without my baby? Jaru, what you know about Jaru? You don't know about no Jaru, man. Jaru. He was out here harmonizing before Drake. <laughs> For real, man. He was out here doing his thing. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. It's Sunday. So I'm going to rest the rest of the day and eat my snacks. Biz is going to go uh, do some writing. And we'll check back in with you soon. Peace.